Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Burks Radio. Uh, it's your host, CEO Hayes, is in the building. I really started to like mix up the intro just to fuck with people because of the whole power thing, but I'm not going to this week. Miss Mary Almonte's here. What's going on? Hi. They say it's a big, rich town. Something. As long as it's not Trey Song singing it, apparently. What's going that on? Was my Trey Song's impression. <laughs> <laughs> And then Baylor the Great is also in the building. What's going on, Baylor? Another day, another dollar. That's for sure. Hopefully you're making more than just one dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Breaks Radio. We're going to start off this week with kind of what we were just talking about. So, uh, Power returned this past weekend, and I really, I can't, I have seen very few tweets about the episode itself. It's all been about them changing the theme song. Um, so, it's, it was a remixed version of the theme song with, uh, I forget, it was 50 Cent, Trey Songs, and it was somebody else. Um, a Boogie. Oh, uh, yeah, A Boogie. Um, what did you got? A, what did you think about the theme song? What do you think about the reaction? Like, everyone losing their shit. It's a fucking theme song, but... Mary, I'll let you come. I'll let you go first on this one. What did you think about it? Listen, theme songs are very psychological, um, and they're they're comfort for us. <laughs> so, I mean, you could think of like all of the famous, you know, the shows of our childhood. If the theme song was changed in any way, it wouldn't have the same nostalgia, right? That's like, true. And that is true. Power, I feel like, is kind of one of the few shows that actually has a recognizable theme song of this era and yeah why did they do that it was just not needed like if it ain't broke don't fix it Mm -hmm. that's how i feel i mean i'm not like you know up in arms but i'm just like why (laughs) and the original is better so why yeah especially because it's the last season like you literally waited to the last season to mix it up but baylor what did you think that's what it is it's because it's the last season me personally i didn't think it was that bad but it threw me off when i I said no 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 (laughs) no no this is not this is not joe um if it's not chicken then it's a theme song that we complaining about um but like i said i didn't really think it was that bad but i get it though i can see why people like like Mary said, you know this 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 plays with our emotions. Uh, you can't do that. Not when it's the last season. It's not that bad. Hey, it's not. But it's not the original. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's not the original. It's not. It's not terrible. It's not. It's not bad. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't listen to the song just in my head. But as a TV theme song, it's not that bad. It's just that the original was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. So why you change? You know what it, it is. You know what it is? It sounded like this is what they came up with first, and then it got better <laughs> with the original. That you makes know what sense. I'm saying? That makes sense. But that got me into wanting to have a conversation about the best TV theme songs of all time. Uh, so I asked you guys to kind of get a list together of what do you guys think is the best TV theme songs of all time or the most recognizable. Who wants to go first? Oh, don't play with me. I mean, we could do this all day. Okay. Don't play with me, Mary. Don't you do this. Let's go. So, Golden Girls, Hello. Ooh. Okay. Okay. The Fact of Life. Ooh. Uh, a Different World, Hello. Facts. Ooh. Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O. What about All That? Ooh, All That, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. We going to the 90s. How about uh, Family Matters? Ooh. Mm. Okay. Well, you know what? I like white people, too. So, how about Cheers? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, the 80s is that one, but all right. Best 70s show. 
Okay. Oh yeah. That was a good one too. Yeah. Nobody gonna say Gilligan's step Island. Step by step. <laughs> oh, step by step, definitely. Gilligan's Island, okay. Sanford and Son. Are we putting that on there? Okay. The Jeffersons. We... Ooh. Ooh. Like you said, we can literally go all day. We can have episodes just going back and forth on theme songs. Because, um But uh, so the Wayne's brothers theme song changed. I like both of them. I do too. I like both. Both of them are classics. But do you think that would Twitter have been in shambles like it was over power if Twitter existed back then? Yes, I think so. You think so. so? I think so. Because Jamie Foxx changed too. Yeah. yeah. Even A Different World had a few. Even The Cosby Show. Which yeah, The Different World. being a kid and being up in arms when I was hearing The Different Cosby <laughs> Show. I was like, wait, what? Like, but we all got over it, I guess, yeah. is the point of it. And I'm, not getting, I'm not getting over it. If you change DuckTales, we got to fight. Yeah, but where else Ooh. did DuckTales go? Yeah. Have, do you, have you, either of you guys as kids watched the new DuckTales? I watched it. Man, no. that, the theme song's terrible. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we reminisced on that. But let's let's do something a lot of people aren't doing. <laughs> let's talk about the actual episode on Power. And this is something that we'll probably be doing a little bit more of with this being the final season of Power and the Wu-Tang uh, show coming up we'll probably have like a tv segment uh going forward that we'll just talk a little bit about stuff in tv but what did you guys think about the actual episode of power this week i didn't see it oh what? no they were- i'm not because look i got it now i got a reason i okay. usually watch power on wednesday nights guess what okay. it's wednesday but uh but i'm fine because because he's out on sundays I know, but I work I work Sundays and I watch it on my Fire Stick. And at, at home, my wife doesn't. She's not into like the shoot 'em up bang bang. So I really don't have my personal space at home to watch it. So I watch it at work. Okay. Uh, but I'm fine with the spoilers because I mean I already know what happened. They killed my boo thing. Uh, that hurt my heart. So uh, wait, 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 wait. We got to stop there. Why is Angela Valdez Valdez your boo thing? Oh, I would have thought you would have been on t- on the wife's team. Oh, I can't stand Tasha. Okay. okay. I can't stand Tasha. I can't stand Tasha ever since she told Ghost, like, when he was trying to get out of the game and go, you know, straight with the club and stuff like that. And when she told him he couldn't get out of the game, that's when I was like, yeah, I, I'm not missing All right, Tasha. Fair enough. I could see that. And, and Angela came from, I know what he did was wrong, but it was just that... It was just that childhood first love type, you know. They story pulled me hard Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god!" And that, she's 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 easy to look at. All right, All right. I kind of think Tasha's easier to look at than Angela, but I like them both. I'm not going to argue with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I was not expecting her to die. I have yeah, to I'm, tell you, that yeah, threw me. I'm sick. But I, I guess she had to for the sake of the plot. Yeah. I want. I wonder if like they would have gone into this knowing it was going to be the last season if they would have killed her because it's just like there's so much that they could have deal with her in this final season. But I, I, I applaud them for sticking to it because I just knew it was going to be something like they were faking her death or something that she was going to come back. Um, I didn't believe it until the very end of the episode when they did agree to do the autopsy that she was actually dead. Yeah. Oh, I'm sad. She looked very dead, dead in that body bag. <laughs> they could have spared us that view, but yeah, yeah. And so, what do you think of the sister? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like, 
her being so quick to blame Ghost for killing her, it's like, come on now. Ghost, Ghost was loved Angela's dirty draws. Like, I, I, I don't know if I would have believed that he killed her. Like, every, it just seems like everyone's too quick to believe that, and it's for plot reasons. Like, I don't know, man. Mm. Um, what do you think about Tommy and Tariq's relationship? That's just... So, first of all, you already, well, I don't know if you know this, but Michael Rainey is from Staten Island, so, you know, it, it kind of pains me to, to not like him <laughs> or his character, <laughs> but, yeah, like, he just gets on my nerves and does stupid shit, like, in every episode. I'm like, come on. Like, I don't know. Literally, like, when Tommy's like, so what? how would you react if, how would you feel if something really bad happened to your dad? It's like, my dude, that's your dad. <laughs> like, clearly you didn't learn anything in this if you don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no loyalty whatsoever. Like, I don't know. I feel like the whole Tommy and, and ghost thing is a real, I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know how that's going to end. Yeah, it bothered, <laughs> it bothered me that, all right, so Tommy killed Angeline and he was like, well, we're even now because you made me kill my dad. And then it's like he just went away thinking Ghost wasn't going to retaliate. Like, really, you think Ghost isn't going to try to kill you? And then it seems like going forward now, like, he's going to try to play up the fact that Ghost thinks he's dead to try to avoid any confrontation. Like, that shit's, I don't know. I don't, like, the the whole way that this season is going to go is just, I I feel like it's going to be a disappointing ending. I feel like it's going to end disappointing. Like The Sopranos? I wasn't disappointed by The Sopranos. It wasn't really because I I was a huge fan and I was like this how they gonna leave us like basically come to your own conclusion of what happened yeah. <laughs> at the end yeah I I don't know better than I do that <laughs> the, <laughs> I'll be typical like the end of the loss bothered me the season finale of that bothered me the season finale of uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine bothered the shit out of me. That's just me being a nerd. The best Breaking Bad. No, the best series finale ever to me is Breaking Bad. I love the ending of Break. I love the ending of Breaking Bad. I got it spoiled for me because I didn't get. To, I always so much much like you. My uh, process of watching Breaking Bad is I always watch it the next day. So I came home the day that it aired. I'm watching Conan O'Brien. Literally, the first thing he says when that show opened was, "So Walt died." I was like, "You motherfucker." <laughs> This shit pissed me oh, off. Man. But that's I digress. I digress. Um <laughs> but uh so uh just right now we'll, we'll do some predictions so we can come back to it. The the final episode of Power. Who who dies, who survives? Who do you like and we'll come back to this. Me personally, I'll lead it off. I think Ghost is going to be dead. I honestly think the only people left standing are going to be Lala's character and Tariq. I I and I, I hate both of them. I agree with all of that. Yeah. All of that. I agree with that. I think the big bang is going to be Ghost dying. Yeah, I think I think the nah. the episode before I the think, last Tasha's going to die. Think Tommy's going to lose that war. You think Tommy is? Well, the thing, I mean, again, so I'm looking at this, I guess, from like a plot line writer's perspective, and I feel like Tommy is not a likable character, whereas Ghost, especially like. I feel like they're trying to humanize him a lot. Like, you know, how he even had the audacity. So, okay. And since I'm the only female in this show right now, I have to say, like, he had the audacity to look at his wife and say, I just lost a woman I love. Like, I don't care how over that situation we may be pretending to be. You don't say that to me. Like, I'm the mother of you. I don't know. I was like, she's better than me that she didn't just punch him in the face for that. Like, she... Is she supposed to be sympathetic? Like, nah. Anyway, um, I feel like, but they're trying to, I think, show layers to him and like where we can all empathize with him 
Whereas Tommy just looks like a mother effer right now. Like, he's, I mean, the fact that he just did that in general was crazy and rash and stupid. And, and when people make those impulsive, like, you know, reckless decisions, usually they end up dying. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the message of life, right? <laughs> yep. Like, he's the one who took it there. You know what I'm saying? So whatever happens next, it's like all reaction to his action. This is the Lala same type of... By the way. This is the same. No, you can't kill Lala. No, don't kill Lala. Listen, I like her in real life, but in this show, I just feel like she's retarded. Like, what? That's why I think she's going to be... She's too dumb to kill. She's going to be one that makes it out alive. She's so dumb, she must be killed. It's like... First of all, he told her to go and toss the freaking gun in in the river, and she held on to it for like three days. Her son almost opened the damn purse with the... the with the burner in it. Like, come on. This is irresponsible. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I can't with her. Yeah, yeah. And I why feel. is she riding for him? Like, that's not your husband. Like, I don't know. Like, I she's just, been, like, she's somebody who just wants again. to be wanted. Like, throughout the whole, she just wants to be wanted. And because he wants her now, she's willing to do whatever. Now, that, that may go bad for her because she may catch a bullet that's meant for Tommy. Who knows? But right, yeah. So exactly, like I feel like that's kind of how people like that. That's how their story goes. But I feel like too the real theme here is like communication is really important. Exactly, and I do feel like Ghost could have avoided all this if he would have. Like he does hold a lot of things to himself that are just why aren't you sharing? Like. Even with the Teresi shit, if Tommy and him were boys like they're supposed to have been, he could have said, yo, I would be a little careful around your pops. <laughs> you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, he could have shared some things with him instead of it all now coming out and then it looks like he's shady for not sharing and it looks like he, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if he would have just talked to him, it might have ended differently here. Yeah. Who knows? But that's been your weekly power recap. <laughs> we'll we'll be talking about it next week because I know we're probably just want to. I I love talking about power, so I've never had an outlet for it. So I'm sure we'll be talking about it as the season goes on, especially as shit gets more and more frustrating. But in in more of a positive news, I thought this was really cool. So Dave Chappelle and Kanye West brought Sunday service to Dayton, Ohio, after the mass shooting in Dayton. It was a good feel. I've seen a lot of videos from it. I wish I would have been there because Dayton's only an hour away from me, but. I had I had shit going on, but what do you guys think? Have you guys seen the videos? What do you guys think about like this whole thing? Dave Chappelle and Kanye West linking together in this fashion. I thought it was dope. I, I seen, seen the it. clip. Really? I seen the clip of uh, Kanye. I seen a clip of Kanye getting down. Everybody yeah. is uh, having ba- having ba- having hopping back on the uh, bandwagon. Uh, and then it came out. You know, they did it right on time as well as the um, the stand up and his birthday. Stand-up. It was a stand up and his birthday, so it all yeah. coincided. I mean, it's dope. I, I'm now going to have to go look that up. <laughs> but but so do you, do you think, like, does this come off as, as more of a publicity thing because it was literally on the same day stand-up came out? I mean, it all works. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if it is, if it isn't, it was still a positive, you know, vibe. True. I just hope that I just hope that Kanye don't get carried away with this. And, uh, you know, like, if it's a... A hidden agenda behind it, you know what I mean? Don't play around with with religion. Don't play around with the Lord's word or none of that, you know. Uh, but if he's doing it for you know for a positive movement, then go ahead. Dave Chappelle, that, that Dave Chappelle popping up, that's that's, that's kind of different. I mean, because if you listen to the stand up, yeah. oh my god, oh, that stand up, you guys heard it. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. <laughs> 
a lot of backlash about it. So now I'm like, oh, isn't it odd that like Kanye and now Dave, who was known to be controversial, and now Dave Chappelle, who is you know, you know, like, for not giving a fuck, under fire. <laughs> that stand up right there, like I was like. But I haven't seen a lot of backlash. At, oh, it's been crazy. So, it's been crazy, bro. Yeah, I haven't like, seen a lot of it. Yeah, it's been crazy. And the thing is, too, is I think like this it highlights the sensitive times we live in because our stand-up, our comedians always talked about mm-hmm. controversial topics. Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor talked about whatever the fuck they wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. and, and yes, he did talk. Like, he made several jokes about school shootings. They were funny. But is it is it insensitive yeah it could definitely be viewed as such but go back and look at some of the shit richard hell go back and look at the shit paul, paul mooney to this day still when he does stand up says some shit that's just like bro but so like i i don't get the backlash so to say it's comedy it's all art he did it in a way that it was also it was tasteful it was, while funny it was true yeah it was a yeah, lot of it was truth fact. behind it yeah so yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, you're right it's like we're living in sensitive times now though so yeah it's, but I seen I seen this on Twitter. Someone said, and it was it was written perfectly. You can't cancel somebody that don't give a shit. Oh, that was yeah. Hype Williams, by the way, who was my partner there who said go, that. Hype, yeah, it was Hype. hype. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, and Dave Chappelle doesn't give a shit. My 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 next question though: Kanye had a terrible 2018 and beginning of 2019. He's been quiet as hell for the last few months. Do you guys still kind of view Kanye the same way you did towards the end of last year with the whole MAGA shit? Has it, has it done anything to rebuild his image that he's kind of just let the music speak for itself and focused on that? What do you guys think? Not for me. I don't give a shit about that nigga. Okay. I really don't. I, I don't care. That. Mary? I mean, he's so crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> and very talented, but obviously it's like a thin line between, you know, insanity and genius. So, And I think he, he, he teeters on, <laughs> he hops across it every now and again so no my perception has not changed and if he come out talking about you know i did this for publicity like bro i don't i don't care i don't well i would lose respect then i'd rather believe he's really nuts and believes the shit that he's saying than me too no me too honestly yeah me too um but yeah i just wanted to ask that it was just an interesting topic um but moving on from that race to five nine had enough of lord jamar's Eminem slander. He finally commented on it. Uh, Lord Jamar actually came back and had a long ass post about it as well, where he just Did talked he? all around it. That it was too long. Like he gave a whole dissertation on why he doesn't like Eminem and everything else. Rather, and he didn't really even address Royce the Five Nine that much, in my opinion. So Baylor, I, I I'll come to you first on this one. What do you What do you think about all this? And like like the crazy part is he keep he continues to say that. He's never really disrespected Royce. He said he re- he was reading comments that other people were saying about him, calling him the the house Negro uh, to Eminem, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But bro, you stay on Vlad. Mm-hmm. You stay on Vlad. Every time I look up and it's a Vlad interview, you own there critiquing everybody. So Royce was right. I mean, when he first came out. He said, man, you know, like, basically, like, keep my name out your mouth and leave my guy alone. If I see you in person, you know, it's going to be action. Then he came back and apologized. So I really think, like, like he said, like, it's, it is kind of hard to respect your elders when, you know, sometimes they be in the wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like, bro, we already know what it is with Eminem. You know, he's he's one of the top MCs we've ever seen. I don't care if he's white, black, Hispanic, Asian. 
you know, and but at the same time, we do critique him. He do go off and start rambling about shit that we don't know about, but we do know he's a monster. So at the end of the day, like for him to just try to just destroy Eminem like that, and think he not gonna get no backlash. Like Royce is his guy. You know, I would want somebody like Royce in my corner. And he said it himself. He said he know if Eminem responds to him, then he wins. So Royce is gonna do the dirty work for him. Yeah. Mary. Yeah, I really don't have much to <laughs> to add to that. I'm kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is what it is. I think that. Royce does a lot of defending over him lately, um, and I think because of that, it makes him a target himself. When Royce but does is, M even care? That's I feel and, like yeah, and that's my thing. Is like M doesn't care enough about Lord Jamar, so just Royce don't even like. And I get defending your dude. Don't get me wrong, I hundred percent get that. But we all know at this point, mm. Lord Jamar's Eminem slander, what he has to say for him is as much to catch headlines as anything else because he's saying it when other people didn't or whatnot. Like, so I, I I don't even know if I take Lord Jamar's Eminem hate as serious as what some people do. I, I just look at it as like, that's, that's his thing at this point. I kind of disagree. I think Eminem does care. You think so? I, I just think, I just think he doesn't have the energy and he's, he's, he's reading or he's listening to what people are saying about him now and he'll probably drop this random ass album, and it'll be that one song yeah. where he addresses it, and he'll say Lord Jamar or something like that. And so I don't think he cares to where it bothers him, but it's like, bro, stop, stop trying to pick on me. Yeah. You know what I could do? Yeah, that's a fact. Um, we'll see if it continues. Um, I mean, I really don't know how far this can go because Lord Jamar isn't getting on there spitting no bars towards him. So it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't. I don't want to. And I don't want to hear that either. <laughs> so. Last thing on this segment, we got Lil Wayne saying that his his next album is done and it's coming this year. We have four months left in this year. What does it does a, a Lil Wayne project do anything for you? What do you think, Baylor? Uh, it doesn't do anything for me, but I want to hear it. Okay. I think the title of the uh, album is stupid, but I mean, unless he makes sense of it, okay. Uh, but yeah, I want to hear it. I I'm not gonna lie, he's Lil Wayne to me is probably. Probably somewhere in the top top twenty twenty five. Uh, he he put a history he put a Denton history in in hip hop books. Um, it better be good. <laughs> it better be it better be good. I mean, you know, I stopped being a little Wayne fan a long time ago, uh-huh. long time ago. But I've always had I've always had this love for Little Wayne because I seen where he started from when he started from his roots. That's when I was like, you know, it was authentic. But then once he, once he had got Gilly the Kid as his ghostwriter, and then and then uh, and then it was no more Gilly the Kid, and he continued trying to rap like him. That's when I left him alone. Okay, Mary, what do you think about a new Lil Wayne project? So I have never been a Lil Wayne fan. Um, yeah. I've had periods where I found him to be less annoying than others. Um, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> I would not be rushing to listen to it unless it was for the show. Um, so, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I, just, I, hey, I, just, just say it, Mary. What, what is he going to talk about? Just, what is, he, <laughs> what is Lil Wayne going to talk about? I mean, what has he ever talked about? <laughs> I feel like his content's been all over the place since the beginning. Um, yeah. It, I don't know. It's very hard for me to take him seriously. His voice is annoying for me. His little laugh just makes me want to like fling him by his dreads. I don't know. I'm just he gets on my nerves. And then 
his shenanigans aren't much, you know, aren't helping his his case for me. But I mean, I do know his fans are loyal. Um, Man, ain't they? I'm sure yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people who probably would be there for it. And like I said, I'm curious to see what kind of collabs he, he would have. Like, who would his features be? We know you're going to have Push T on there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would be yeah, dope to see. It would be dope to see them two together, though. But um, well, didn't, but didn't Rick Ross say he he had a track? With he took it off. Right. So maybe that's why. Mm. Hey, who knows? Who knows? We heard that track. I mean, we that's heard that verse. Thing though. I'd be curious about. <laughs> but uh, little little Wayne, the Carter series is one of the best for me. Well, Carter one, Carter two, and parts of Carter three. But Carter two, I loved Carter two. Like I listened to that shit on repeat, repeat, repeat. Once the auto tune started kicking in, I was over Lil Wayne. Um, I'm interested to see what he can do. I'm always interested to see like when people who've been around for as long as Lil Wayne come back. Like Baylor says, what are they going to be talking about? I'm interested to see it. I won't, won't say that I'm excited for it, but I'm definitely going to listen to it when it drops. I don't know if I'm gonna wait up late to listen to it, but I'll listen to it within a day or so when it drops. Remember how we used to wish like certain athletes uh, would have went to like certain franchises, like you know when Melo. We all thought Melo was going to go to Chicago, and he didn't. Mm -hmm. um, that's how I feel about Lil Wayne, where he didn't go to uh, Def Jam when he had the chance. That's when Jay-Z was running it. And I was like, that would have been perfect for him. That would have been perfect. <sighs> well, well, what would be? Um, <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and take our first break. When we can come back, we're actually going to talk about new music. So we'll be right back after this. Yo, this your boy, Flo700. What's good, everybody? It's your guy, Fresco. And we are the, the podcast, podcast brothers. brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh, bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You like that song? No. Not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It. it doesn't matter what song that is. <laughs> well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life the real brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if no. you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for a healthy debate, makes for good dialogue, and it keeps the interest and the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is dead. You dig. Chip. Pussy T was mentioned before we ended the last segment. He dropped a new single uh, produced by Kanye West, I believe. Anyone correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. But uh, featuring Cash Doll, this one's called Social Pad. What, did, did you guys have time to listen to this? I listened to it twice. I liked it. They better leave Push it alone because he ain't he haven't lost a goddamn step. Not at all. Not at all. Mary, did you get a chance to listen to it? I didn't, and I'm sad that I didn't because I actually am a fan, and it doesn't surprise me to hear that he didn't. Miss a beat. <laughs> Featuring Cash Doll out of all people. I was like, I know. Oh. That's a little uh, off putting, but it, it worked, though. It worked. Yeah. yeah. And um, so coming off of this, he also announced that he has a new song with Lauren Hill and that he officially announced that he will have an album dropping this year. This is the, the first time Push has had albums dropping back to back years, I think, ever. Because it's always like a two or three year wait between Push albums. With Lauren Hill. Yeah, he has a new track coming out with Lauren Hill. I, I think it's supposed to be released tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that. She nah. just did. She just did that track because I know she got to that booth late. I know I she did. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this song was originally supposed to be on Daytona, but she had just showed up like last week to record it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
So a uh, new push album. What are we expecting about a new push album? Oh, he he know like it's our the expectations is already it's unfair. Yeah. So you know, I'm here for it. Mary, how do you feel about Push as a rapper? We haven't really talked about Push much. I'm a fan. Okay. I mean, I've I've been a fan of his since like 2001. (laughs) I think he's one of I think he's one of the most dangerous MCs that's ever blessed the the hip hop game. Like, period. Like, dangerous. I have a category for like dangerous artists. Like, you just leave them alone. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I thought his brother was nasty too. Oh, but. Malice is Malice was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he yeah. retired though, yes. Like, I believe so. I know he, he dropped an album. Actually, I think it was like 2017 he dropped the album. But yeah, I think I, he may be officially retired. Okay. But like the like Malice gets me in the gym because he that's all he does on IG is mm-hmm. you just see him working out. Really? But Pusha T, I could throw on Pusha T, and he literally makes me just sit up there and think like I could do this. I can literally sell cocaine. I can do this. <laughs> I know I can. Push is just, <laughs> I just need God. to push a Bible. I could do this. I think Push is going to be like, like the hip hop heads know Push. He's never had, I don't even, I don't think he's ever had a platinum. I don't even know how much mainstream success he's had. But Push fans are Push fans, and we know how dangerous he can be as a rapper. Drake fans learned last year that Push isn't a pushover. Um, And so him riding off that like he had a bunch of features as well last year his confidence has always been high i just really hope he comes with i i i hope that this is that classic album that we need from push that we deserve from push none of that seven track album bullshit just let push be push man i like the seven track yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh 21 minutes of flame uh but no yeah i need at least 14 uh push double that shit up yeah, uh, and it's funny because if it's fourteen tracks, we'll probably get one chorus on the whole album because Push has fuck choruses. Yeah, pretty much. Anything, Mary? Anything left? No, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> so <laughs> next thing we're gonna talk about are all the new albums that dropped last week. So we had Jeezy dropping TN One Hundred Four, Missy Elliott dropped a four or five track album, and Rhapsody dropped an album that I have hot, hot, hot takes on. Which one do you guys want to talk about first? Well, you just get that Gigi shit out of here right now. Let's yeah, just, that shit was garbage. Because if we're going to continue the show, let's just make it smooth. It was seven cans of shark shit. Only like two tracks on it. Um, I don't know what Gigi was thinking. I didn't like the album cover. I thought that was stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is Gigi's worst album by far. Oof. Like, there's not much redeemable about the album. From the production was was I. What he rapped about as far as content, I still don't fucking know what I listen to. Like there, and I'm a Jeezy fan. There, I hated it. I lit, and I don't use the word hate very often. I hated that album with every fiber of my being. So that's my thoughts on that. Mary, do you have any thoughts on TM 104? Mm, I have not heard it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the don't only, waste your time. Out of all the above, the only thing I've heard was Rhapsody, and um, that's all I'm gonna say about that until we get to that. Okay. Well, <laughs> Baylor is frozen. Well, at least he froze in a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about my thoughts on Missy Ella, just giving them t- time, because I feel like we're all going to have a lot to say about Rhapsody. But this I'm Miss- so hyped for Missy. I'm so sad I didn't get to hear it yet. I've just been having a crazy week, but so tell I- me something good, please. Okay. It sounds like it's not going to be good. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Missy Elliott super fan. Um, okay. But with that being said, 
my problem with this album is every track sounds like it's the exact same track. So that's problematic. Now, wait, who produced it? I don't know. It wasn't Timbaland though. So all right. So maybe Timbaland has really been her secret sauce. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah, it's, it's the connection between the two of them. But I won't say that I that I dislike the album. I'm just I wish I would have. A, I wish it would have been longer. I wish it would have been more versatility because we all know how versatile Missy Elliott is as a rapper, as an artist in general. So for it to have a project that sounds like it's every every track's the same exact track, it's like, Missy, what are you doing? Now, it's not a bad track, but it's just like, I don't know. I was I was hoping for more. Maybe I psyched myself up. I guess I'll say that. Is it at least a fresh sound? Like, does it or does it sound like old Missy? It sounds like a mix between old Missy and Missy trying to do something new, if that makes sense. Mm. So it, it feels... See, and that's what I'm always afraid of. Yeah. With our artists of back in the day, when they come out with something new, it's like, don't yeah. try to, you know, don't try. It shouldn't feel like you're trying. Exactly. It's, it, it, and I and it, I've walked away from it because I listened to it a few times because it's such a short, a short album. And I still really, like, trying to figure out how i feel about it it puts me in a weird place because it's like i don't hate it but it could it could have and should have been so much more and it's just like yeah it's i don't know man and when it first started like the first track it gets you in that mind like i'm listening to missy elliott i'm about to love this like so starting off i was i loved the first song when i first heard it then i'm like two more songs in and i feel like I'm just listening to the same, an extended version of the same track. It's like, what happened here? So that, that's, I guess, my main th- thing on the Missy Elliott album is just, it really feels like the same songs over and over again. I mean, the joint that Lizzo has featuring Missy, I love. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it felt like a Missy song and Lizzo was just, you know, getting some on that and not the other way around. So that made me hype for Missy's album because I'm like, okay, but now you're making me feel like it isn't going to be. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. wait till you get to hear it and talk about it next week to see how you feel. Maybe maybe I'm just off on it, but Baylor, did you get a chance to listen to Missy? I listened to Missy album too. Um, I had to be high listening to that. Um, <laughs> it was all right. Ex- and that's how I felt. It just... I don't know. It was all right. Yeah. It was all right. Rhapsody killed the whole. Did y'all talk about Rhapsody? No, I know we saved that for last. We about to talk oh, about okay. that. We about to talk about fans that. got me the hell up out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let, let's get into Rhapsody. Let's talk more positive. I will say this. I'm I'm just gonna say it now. Let's get it out the way. This is the album of the year for me right now. Oh, hold up now. The album of the year for me. I will not. I, I, I have not listened to anything that I feel like even snips at this this hit, at this album's heels all year long. What? She got the album. She got the second best album of the year. What's What's the first for you? Crash. See, I was disappointed by Crash. Remember? Oh, I loved it. I love it. I still play Crash. I just finished playing Crash. Listen. The, so the way thing. the way the rap Rhapsody has mastered the combination of finesse and aggression when mm-hmm. she raps it's 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 so, like hearing her evolution i've been a fan of rhapsody for years now it getting to this point with this album the production was great the way she, like everything was just this is the album of the year i'm just gonna leave it there mary what did you think about it i loved it um i'm still getting through it but i'm like hooked i feel like this was much needed i feel like she's so underrated Yes, it's really, it's really sad. Like I'm, I know we've touched on this before, and I, it might have even been you, Baylor, that really brought up how, like, you know, basically, if you're not on this hot girl tip that everybody's on right now, then you're not really getting any shine as a female. 
And mm. I mean, this album sort of really makes it like, because I mean, have you guys really seen any, I don't know, shine on the album? Like mm -hmm. any, any, anything? I mean, I even feel like the press has been low. Like they haven't talked about her. They haven't talked about her album like they talk about uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Stallion. That, exactly. Yeah. And it sucks because in a time where we're highlighting women empowerment and sh and we have Rhapsody who delivers bars and everything and the theme of the album the is track list. the tracklist track is all list. about powerful yeah. black women and for this not to get made, like it's a slap in the face. But continue, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I mean, that's where I was going with this. It's like, I mean, sure, we appreciate it, but I sort of feel like our taste isn't necessarily that of the masses. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad, but so, yeah, I feel like mainstream is missing her, and it makes me feel like I wish I was in a position to do something about that. Somebody listen to us. <laughs> exactly. And w funny thing, we just talked about Pusha. Is Rhapsody going to end up being the female Pusha T? Where the the hip hop heads appreciate her and know what she's capable of, but just never gets that mainstream success. I she guess I guess I guess Push had it with the clips, but I mean solo success. Yeah, he yeah. did. I was gonna say I don't feel like Pusher was like necessarily. I mean, I feel like Pusher was definitely always underrated, mm -hmm. but I don't think he was overlooked. If that's okay, a, okay, I feel that. Yeah, fair way to put that. But was you know? he bigger? Was he bigger with the group or solo? He was bigger with the group until now, until that last. The beef with Drake, honestly, as stupid as it was, it definitely, I think, gave him a wider audience. Because that he destroyed him. Present day. Yes. Right. He destroyed. He so he said, "This is y'all king." <laughs> exactly. And, but um, any other thoughts on the album, Baylor? I I will say this. To be fair. I mean, this, you know, we got, we got, uh, what, how many months left? So, I mean, I'm not saying that Crash is a runaway, no. Um, I, I would say it's neck and neck. I would say it's neck and neck, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't even be mad if she won uh, Artist of the Year. Not female, Artist of the Year. Mm. She already got the Artist of the Year from me. She's killing everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Rhapsody is one of the best artists, period. Um, Not just female, just period, but... You know, hopefully we'll keep talking about it here. Hopefully more people do so we can help get it to mainstream success because um, she needs to be talked about and celebrated. And, you know, we'll see how it stacks up when we get towards the end of the year and do our album of the year list. But right now it, it's it's running away with it for me. So we'll, we'll see. We're going to go into our last break and we'll come right back after this. You are now rocking with socially unacceptable socially unacceptable you are now rocket with socially unacceptable socially unacceptable uh, that was hard that was kind of dope that was hard as fuck <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the VMAs happened last night, and I literally only watched Missy Elliott's performance, so whatever, because um, I don't watch award shows. Fuck that. So I do have on here uh, us talking about Missy Elliott's VMA performance. Anyone want to go first on this one? I think they put the camera on uh, Taylor Swift too much. Mm -hmm. That pissed me off. 
The performance was phenomenal. It looked like, you know how they say you had to be there to witness it? Some shit you just got to see on TV. <laughs> because that it was like watching the video again. Yo, when she was a scarecrow and that nigga took off into that spaceship, I said, I wouldn't even hide. <laughs> I was so, I was like, this is phenomenal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yo, like, she, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but as far as performances and videos... Ain't nobody touching Mike Don't get me wrong Ain't nobody touching Mike But after that It's fair game buddy <laughs> I'm just I'm done with I'm done with Baylor right now yeah. <laughs> But no, no I agree It was a phenomenal performance It really was Like I mean for For people of You know Our generation I definitely feel like, um, you know, growing up with Missy and her videos and growing up in a time when videos were videos, um, Missy's videos were always a movie and you always knew there was going to be some creativity and, you know, some ill dancing and just, you know, a futuristic experience. And I love that she really did recreate each of those experiences on the stage. So it was everything I was hoping it would be. And I thought it was cute that, you know, Allison Stoner came out the little. Oh little man, Did, was I the only one that got emotional? I got yeah. emotional when I seen her on there. She's like yeah. thirty now, and she, you're like, yeah. wait, she's like our age. Yeah, Missy yeah. Elliott is one of the greatest performers of all time, and that that just okay, it was a perfect all example. Right, here we go. No, yes. no, we're we're not going to get into arguments, Baylor, about listing off the greatest performers of all time. <laughs> Come I on, baby. Drop my Gatorade. <laughs> she is one of the best performers of all time. I don't think too many people would disagree with that. But that performance was, it was what I wanted to see from her performance. I just wish the album was what I wanted from her album. But this this almost made up for the, for me being kind of disappointed in the album. I won't lie. Well, it made up because she performed some of her old hits. True. So so I have a question. So you know, barring Michael Jackson, because he's already gotten lots of awards that may or may not have been deserved, but we won't talk about that. See, man, uh, this um, who, <laughs> who else do you think should be up next to, for the, a Lifetime Achievement kind of video award? Just videos. Ooh. Mm. You want me to go? Yeah, go Yes. Busta. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. His videos were insane and i feel like he's another one that people really don't talk about nearly enough at least when it comes to being creative and out of the box and i'm sorry that where my eyes could see video will forever live in infinite for me for me but even going back wuha was just crazy too and i mean yeah bus is on my list of all-time greatest live performances i've ever seen in my life yes so whoa 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 mary no 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 you you didn't say wu-tang um, I mean, the only video, well, Triumph, Cream was, will live in infamy too. Cream, I, look, you say yeah. the video Cream, I'm going to take a shower. That yeah. was the filthiest video I've ever seen in my life. Triumph was so, like, yeah, come on. You gotta well, give them Triumph something. Triumph was like a multi-million dollar video. <laughs> and, yeah. I don't know, the concept was a little crazy. But, but yeah, I mean, I guess so. Hi, Williams. Hype Williams. Anything Hype Williams touched was, was yes, he did. But I think he did get some kind of. He's been he honored. Yeah, he's sure. been honored before. Yeah. Um, Murder Inc. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did have many movies though. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, moving on from that, Baylor, we started something last week. Mary, you weren't here, but I I threw him for a loop with the most recent debate, the greats. We were debating the Clips versus EPMD. Do you have any opinion on that, Mary? Damn, that's a tough one. Yeah, isn't it? I would say the Clips, but only because I think it's more generational. Like, I was, you know, out and about and doing things in the world when the Clips really dropped. And EPMD, I was really a kid. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, uh, EPMD so, goes yeah. way too far back. Um, they gonna, right. they're not going they're not they're not going to get enough votes. Uh, Clips is is still a little bit more relevant, uh, closer to the times, and they have Pharrell. So yeah, so that, that grinding beat was God dog. When I first heard that beat, I said, "Are you was they beating on lockers? No, <laughs> what is going on?" Still to this day, yeah. like if I go a while without hearing that song, when it first comes on, I get back into that feeling of when yeah. I first heard it. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to it as soon as we get off this call, just because. Yeah, of that. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think that in Baylor, we said a lot of it last week. Yeah, it is a generational thing. Um, even in going back over the last week and listening to more EPMD's music, the clips for me is just the music. It stands the test of time better for me. Yeah. So yeah, they're like a legendary tag team. Yeah, I wish we got more albums from them. Three was it three? I think it's three, three or four. Yeah, I just wish I wish we would have got longer run, but then we wouldn't have got Push as a solo artist, and I really love having Push as as a solo artist as well. Um, but yeah, so let us know how you guys feel about it. Clips versus EPMD on debate the greats. Uh, we need to get some old heads maybe to pop in in on this on this conversation because all of us are basically the same age, and I. I could. I just can't d- pick EPMD over the clips. Right, it hits different when you were actually, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can remember what you were doing when <laughs> that song dropped. So. Big stuff. Well, that's it for this week. Does anybody have anything anything that they want to talk about before we go home? I do. Okay. So basically, no one really is talking enough about, and this is kind of continuing the VMA conversation, how they had authentic Jersey artists close out the show because the show happened to take place in Newark. And the the few headlines that I have seen about it, they only really talk about Queen Latifah, which, yes, all respect to her, and she definitely put Newark on the map. But but Redman was there, and I'm sorry, from a hip-hop perspective, if we're talking about Brick City, Redman is automatically who comes to my mind. And he could still spit, and he really, like, he was... A huge part of that performance, and he just was overlooked, and it pissed me off. So I have to just sound off right now. Red man, put some respect on his name, please, when you're talking about Brick City. Absolutely, I agree with that. Thank you, Baylor. <laughs> I'm not Mary. Just when Mary go off, that's it, isn't you know, it? I'm yeah, like, I'm yeah. Not about to follow up after that. What do you want me to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, Brick man. City, stand up, goddamn it! Absolutely, uh, yeah, but. I, <laughs> Redman does. I think he he gets slept on too, like very yes. much so. And it's crazy because he had a great career. And he had he one of the best. He, he had one of the best favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, and that was in Staten Island where he had to put the freaking uh, wires together to make his doorbell ring. But I mean, best seriously, ever. his swag was just. I mean, okay, so confession time. Like I did have a little crush on him or whatever, but his swag for me was like everything. And then he was able to continue his career when he collabed with Method Man, 
made that a brand. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I feel like it's, and I think a lot of people just know him from How High and not from the career he actually had as a solo artist for years before that. And if they don't do their research, you don't, you don't get a high how without his rap career being what it was. That's true. And we talked about like people with videos, Redman's visuals were dope as well. Yes. So and his album and his album covers. Yeah. His album covers. So there you go. I I, I love it when Mary drops gems, like you said. <laughs> hey, when, when she go off, you just gotta do this. Exactly. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I wish everybody felt that way. Uh, come to my house, and that's not what people do when I go off. <laughs> Well, Mary, I guess since you you dropped those gems before we go, we'll let you go ahead and plug your social media first. Sure. It's Miss Mary Almonte pretty much everywhere. I'm out here. (laughs) That's what it is. Baylor? Uh, At Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. Yo, Angela, they can't can't forget what we started, baby. They can't forget. (laughs) Shout out to Angela. Uh, And you lovely people can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. And that's it. This is the best hip-hop podcast around, period, point blank. We are out. Peace. I'm your push The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip and soft to hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack on or off the track. I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gov. Sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes. Benz convoys with the wagon on the side. Only big boys keep deuces on the ride. Gucci Chuck Taylor with the dragon on the side. Man, I make a buck while I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who the fuck I am. Jews is flirting, be damned if I'm hurting. Legend in two games, like I'm Pee Wee Kirkland. Platinum on the block with consistent hits. While Pharrell keep talking this music shit.